You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Gunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Hello, my friend. How's it going today, man? Wow. This, everything seems to come at once, and it rains and pours, right? Busy, busy, busy. Are you getting hit with the super typhoon? Is that what's going on? Isn't there like 40-foot <laughs> waves off your coast or something like that? <laughs> uh, that's gone. That was the last a few days back, and it never really hit us. I think up north it might have a bit, but not much. It got absorbed by our rain, our rain, our rain system. But then again, we had another massive windstorm yesterday. So, Did you go surfing? No, I'm far away from surfing. Ouch. Well, far away being 45 minutes or so, but that's not far away. That's easy. Yeah, we're 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 close to everything, I suppose, in that sense. I just don't like driving, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have the gear, so that doesn't help either. Oh uh, well, yeah, someday. I, I don't do it for one main reason. I don't have any idea how to surf, so <laughs> the only way you learn is by doing it. That's the the sad thing. It's there's no way you can learn otherwise. It's it's there's. Unless you're, I guess that's not true. I guess if you're a skateboarder, it makes it easier. But anyway, this is so off topic. <laughs> okay, so today <laughs> we're talking about those damn SEO tools, as you like to call them. And what does that mean? Damn SEO tools. Again, another one of our famous acronyms, DAM, D-A-M. Discovery tools, analysis tools, and measurement tools. It's, it's, yes. You need them all. Yes, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but oh, but I just want to since we're going back to we're going to do a show on tools, and we're going back to kind of like we did last week. We're going to do the basics, talk about you know the generalization of tools. I just want to start off by saying tools are a, are just that tools. Okay, and we're going to talk a lot of, about a lot of them today. But you have to have the knowledge. Don't lean on them. They they are they are there to assist you in your craft. They are not the foundation of your craft, okay? So just remember that when we're talking about these. They help tremendously, but you still have to know what you're doing. You still have to know how to use them and what the information means that you get out of them. 
Just saying. There you go. You've done it. You said it. <laughs> now, <laughs> let's start with keyword research. And uh, the one you've got there is the keyword, key, Google Keyword Planner, which, of course, is very important. Now, the only way you can access that is by having an AdWords account. It doesn't mean you actually have to have an AdWords campaign running, but you do need the uh, account set up. And uh, once you do that, you can get into Google Keyword Planner and, and do some analysis. Now, it's, have you, it's free to set up, by the way. You just have to have a Google account email and just sign up for it, and you're in. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to assign any credit cards to it or anything. You're just in. Yeah, they just made it so that not anyone could get in. They'd have to actually have an account with Google, which is them being smart buggers as usual. Yeah, they want to know who's using it. Yeah. Um, now, I, I kind of made an addendum to that. One of the tools I really enjoy using is Market Samurai. Uh, I don't even know what it cost anymore. I bought it right when it came out, but at that time it was $97 or something for life. Um, and uh, so I picked that up, and, and it, 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 it allows you to do quite a bit of in-depth keyword research. It's got other bells and whistles, but that's the only thing, honestly, I ever use it for. Um, uh, anyway, it's a very handy tool and uh, you know, fairly affordable if it's still around that price range, and, especially if it's for life. And I know with the keyword, Google Keyword Planner, you basically you put in some terms, and it'll give you suggested terms around the ones that you've put in. It'll give you search volume. Um, based on AdWords usage, you know, how many times does it show up? It give you competition based on AdWords as well. What does Search Samurai or the Market Samurai do different that helps? Uh, not a lot different, actually, because it actually does use Google Keyword Planner. It allows you to log into your account um, and give, give it access rights. And then once it does, it imports it. But it allows you to sort it and provide recommendations, provide um, negatives, all these things that can clean out the, the, the list faster, but it also creates a massive list to begin with. It takes a bit of time, but you do create one heck of a, a keyword plan once you've got it done. Cool. Yeah, I, like, I enjoy it. Um, now, the next one you got on here is my personal favorite, which is SEMrush. Yep. That's SEMrush.com. Uh, the reason I enjoy it, well, from a discovery point of view for sales, I love being able to just do a simple search for any client I've got on the phone or prospect, I should say, and find out where they're ranked um, and anywhere around the world for Google. Um, you can literally pick the country. Um, you can even pick the state. I've never tried that uh, recently. But anyway, um, and it will tell you what the ranking is there and all the, all the keywords they have ranked for their site. Very, very convenient. Nice. Um, so for yeah, something we'll talk about later is competitive analysis. That's very cool. But when it comes to uh, your own keyword analysis, it'll obviously tell you what you are ranking for. And it'll even show you some of the history and see uh, whether or not you've had any uh, downturns in rankings. Uh, in many cases uh, these days, you see a long, steep decline for uh, information-based websites over the last four four years or so. Um, Thanks to all the the updates from Google, but it's pretty quick to it's pretty easy to see who has made the the right decisions and the wrong decisions after just searching a few competitive websites or competitors, I should say, on SEMrush. And you can also use those competitors to help figure out additional when you're doing your research things that that your site um, or your client may be ranking for or not ranking for, and their competitors are. So you can look at um, that from that perspective as well to get you know a broader reach into the, the keyword universe. Yeah, and, and one of the things you mentioned uh, in here is that we should talk about competitive research tools. So what I think we should do is just 
as we go, just mentioned that this can also be used for competitive research because, frankly, a lot of the ones we're going to touch on do. So yeah. um, so instead of making it a segment, we'll just add on as we yeah. go. True. So you can use it for your site or your competitors for almost all these. Mm-hmm. And it also provide you, although I have my doubts about how accurate it is because um, I've, I've been burned by it before a little bit, but uh, what kind of pay-per-click uh, campaigns they've got going, their spends approximately. Those are almost always off, but they give you some um, interesting intel yeah. in any yeah. case. And that's why we put the next one here. SpyFu is the next tool, and they're really much more geared towards the pay-per-click side of things, but it will give you some competitive intelligence and give you some information about what your competitors do, what they're spending money on. And I think they're a little bit more accurate on that side than SEM Rush is. Um, those two tools actually came out about the, about the same time and were really competi- competing head-to-head for a long time. And SEM Rush definitely came out on top. But SpyFu seems to do a bit better on the pay-per-click analysis side. Yeah, I, I've never done a comparison, actually. Uh, not at least a very concise one. But uh, I would agree that I would take SpyFu's or, uh, you know, Intel a little bit higher. Now, the other one you mentioned here is KeywordTool.io. And I, it totally came back to me when I saw that. I haven't seen it in ages. Yeah, I know. And it's interesting because the stuff we've been talking about has really been based on a lot of it's based on um, – what the AdWord tools show you is, is competitive intelligence. Um, this one, uh, this particular tool looks at um, Search Suggest as a keyword research tool. And you can really find some things that in there that are not showing up in AdWords tools. Excuse me. Because um, it's, again, based on Search Suggest. The problem with this is it really doesn't give you a lot of that real data behind it is like search volumes and competitiveness and that kind of stuff. But it does give you some ideas for some additional terms that you might not find in some of these other tools. Well, the other one is Ubersuggest. Is it ubersuggest.org? I can't recall now. Um, but that does the same concept. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember the URL either, but you're right. Ubersuggest is yeah. a good one for that. Ubersuggest.org. That's Uber, U-B-E-R, suggest.org. And again, it does the same concept. Uh, it gives you some idea of what people are searching for based on Suggestions, and, and I think the suggestions are really handy. I've been using them lately for some of my keyword research because it provides some of the semantic comparative phrasing. And uh, uh, you, know, you know, as we have talked in the past, uh, semantics or the meaning of words play a big role in how search engines understand the context of a page. So if the same meaning is used, although different keywords you still have the ability to get the, uh, if anything, a stronger ability to get a ranking because Google has, has really, thanks to Hummingbird, or not Hummingbird, is it Hummingbird? Yeah. Um, really geared up its, its focus on semantic-based search. Absolutely. Hey, what's I, I, think that's, I think that's our group of keyword research tools under discovery. The next thing in discovery that, that, that I do pretty much the first thing I, I always do whenever I'm looking at a new site is using Google itself to understand what Google sees or doesn't see related to a particular site you happen to be doing discovery on. And the first thing I always do is a site colon search. I'm looking in there. I want to see how many pages are indexed, what kind of pages are being indexed. And I do vari- variations on the site colon search. If you do it uh, site colon and then you do a minus dub, 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 it'll show you if there's right off the bat if Google's indexing www versions and non www versions of the site. So you're doing a little bit of discovery on how is Google actually indexing the site. And the best way to do that is using Google itself and some variations on the site colon um, search and even the cache, uh, looking at the cached pages and how they're being seen, both the full version and the text-only version of the cache. Even though it, it's, 
it's a little bit tricky sometimes to, on when you're doing like the text-only version of the Google Cache on whether it's actually showing you what you think it's showing you. So be a little wary with that one, but it still sometimes can really, if you do a cache version of a page and you see absolutely nothing, uh, which I've done a number of times, then you do the text-only version and you still see like basically nothing at all on the page. That's a clear discovery that you <laughs> found that they're not indexing your pages very well or they're not seeing the content on the pages for some reason. Yeah. Well, I've actually, and I mean, something we talked about, I mean, I can't really get into the detail on which one it is, but one of our listeners actually um, has hired uh, us to help him with the most obscure issue I've ever seen in Google. Um, and that's saying something. Uh, yeah. And this is where it seems to be confusing uh, sites on his server. So essentially, uh, <laughs> so if I do a site colon I'll, uh, for one of his clients, I'll see his client URL showing up but the title and description showing up for other sites. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Rush even had me look at that. I'm still kind of baffled. I'm still digging into it myself, and it's just it's kind of crazy. I think it's Google just uh, dropped a bug in there somewhere, and it's the best I can get so far is because I'm not seeing any real reason for anything like that happening. It'll be yeah, interesting well, to see what happens when they make some of those changes you suggested. Well, it hasn't helped. <laughs> uh, and and the, the strangest thing is, uh, well, not strange, but I'm, I've had to take this to the next level. So I'm, I'm trying to get a hold of John Mueller. I've sent him an email with a lot of detail. No response yet, but I, I don't know how busy. I imagine he's a little busy. So <laughs> if you can, post it in the Google Help forums too because he, he responds a lot in there. Yeah, I, I might have to now. I was kind of hoping that I could get a little more personalized. But uh, if that's the case, then I might just have to go that route. I, I you know, there's a certain point I have to take it off and just say, look, I can't figure this out. I've looked at every angle. Um, if anyone out there who's listening has experienced this, please let us know. It's astonishingly confusing. <laughs> and oh, and even even more odd are, you know, we thought maybe this was just something to do with the server. We found another server that has, or he found another server. He's been doing great research here that has nothing to do with him, but has the same issue. Hmm. So it's, it, it is looking more and more like a Google bug, which is astonishing. I even wanted to contact Barry um, Schwartz to see what he was going to say. But uh, Barry has a thing on his site saying that, you know, you have to post it in the thread first publicly before he'll talk about it. That's the reporter and him talking, of course. Yeah, of course. But, uh, <laughs> I imagine he gets a few people trying to contact him. In any case, uh, that's just an example of how Google's site can show some serious issues. If, and if, if you don't check, you, you'll never know. Yeah, you know who's a good person. I think you should reach out to. We've had him on the show a couple times. David Harry. He's very good at forensic SEO, so he might be able to shine, shine some light for you. Yes, you know I was going to do that. I actually thought of him the other day too, and I forgot. But uh, I'll just uh, have to. I, it's funny. I've talked to him so much in social. I don't even know his email address right now, so I have to go look that up. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to jump onto analysis tools. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. 
WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts Building here. better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. All right, analysis tools, the A in DAM. <laughs> uh, you love technical my, analysis. You love my acronyms. Go ahead. And- I do. I do. I do. I do. Art and dam. <laughs> uh, that's good. So the first one is, I'm jealous of these guys. They did such a good job of building this. It's like, damn it! I wish I built it. And I love the name too. It's just, it's perfect. Yeah, uh, they must live in Hawaii where the frogs actually scream. But anyway, it's screaming frog crawler. They're actually in Australia, I believe. Are they? Oh, there you go. Okay. Maybe they got the uh, Koki frog there as well. That could be. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it is a must-have. It's just an amazing little tool. Um, It's exactly what I always dreamed of building, so good for them. They've really done a good job. Yeah, it's basically a desktop application that works for Mac and PC that you put in your URL and it crawls the site, pulls in tons of information. It crawls it with a spider just like Google would, pulls in all kinds of information, um, there's two versions. There's a free version and a paid version. The only real difference between the two is how many pages it'll crawl. With the free version, it'll crawl up to 500. Actually, I'm not even going to say pages, items. So it treats um, images and JavaScript and all those things as individual items, and it'll crawl up to 500 items in the free version. And then, of course, if you pay, I think it's 100 bucks a year, um, you, get the, you get as many as you can crawl. When you have giant sites, that you better have a pretty beefy computer with a lot of memory because it, <clears throat> it sucks it up. Uh, I tried to crawl a site with a million pages with it one time and literally set it on a computer in a corner of a room, did nothing with that, and it did not finish crawling the site with that, and I still had it running after a week. 
So <laughs> be prepared to, if you have a huge site, to do it segments at a time. But it's a great, great tool. The information it pulls is amazing. Um, you know, from a technical analysis standpoint, that's, that's your first stop every time. I don't know of anything that can compare. Yeah. No, it's excellent. Uh, well, I guess actually that's not true. There's always Google Webmaster Tools. <laughs> <laughs> which is next Google and Google Webmaster Tools uh, you know if you don't have your account get the heck on there and set it up uh, it's there the information is most of the information is there waiting for you uh, about your own website but you have to go through a process to get access to it and they make it relatively simple uh, some of the information such as uh, some of the accrual data I can't remember off the top of my head what it is doesn't really start triggering until you've signed in, but there will be um, errors and, and such reports waiting for you when you get in there. Oh yeah, definitely, and that's that's a that's a must-have as well. If you if you only could pick two tools in the technical side, those would be the ones you need. Absolutely. Now, uh, one thing I should mention again: we're talking about competitor analysis at times here. Screaming Frog is an awesome tool for doing that. Um, you can even have it, if they try and block it, you can do whatever you want to make sure you still get access to it. Not that you would do that. Um, <laughs> and um, unfortunately, Google Webmaster Tools is not good for competitor analysis because you don't get access to their sites, darn it. Um, but it's good for your own site. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you let me know about Rex Swain a while back, a couple right. of years now, but it's a great little tool. Rex Swain is probably my favorite tool of all time. Um, and I use it pretty much every day. I really do. And it's one of those tools, it sounds simple, but it's an HTTP header response tool. So it's basically one of those things where you go in and you say, here's the URL, and hit the button, and it tells you if it comes back with a 200 OK, a 404 error, a 301 or 302 redirects, basically gives you that. And that's the, that was what it was originally designed to do. And there's tons of those tools out there. You can use them as blugger, blugger, as, as, <laughs> you can use as blugger if you want, but <laughs> and if you, if you, if you ever define blugger, please let me know what it is. Uh, Lay off the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but you can use them as browser plugins. That, Blugger is just a short for a browser plugin, just telling you. <laughs> but the reason I like this tool so much, it's actually a web page you go in. It's, it's software as a service type of thing. It will tell you, it will show you every piece of code that the server sees. So this is really, really important if you have a really strange redirect issue, for example, and you're trying to figure out why something is redirecting or how it's redirecting, because if you just go to these tools and it tells you it redirects and you go to the page and it redirects you, you'll never be able to see the source code in those first couple of iterations before you get to that final page. This tool, Rex Swain, will show you source codes of every jump in a redirect chain. If there's four different redirects in a redirect chain, it'll show you the source code for each, each one of those pieces of, of the chain before it gets to that last one. So it's a really great analysis tool that understands what's happening when people are doing redirects and you have weird header responses going on. It's my favorite. And again, it's another great uh, tool for competitor analysis because you can see where you're being skipped to when you're doing any kind of research on, say, uh, uh, redirected domains or um, trying to find ownership of sites, et cetera, et cetera. There's a, I mean, it gets a little deep and, and uh, technical, but it's... Uh, it's pretty cool. I would say a, a, a new user would kind of blanch and go rather pale if they tried to understand this right <laughs> off the bat. But it's <laughs> it's it's effective. Yeah, I mean it's free, which is great. even better. Yeah. Even better. All right, 
the Google PageSpeed tool, one of my favorites these days. Uh, we're using it a ton to check on our client sites to make sure that everything that they're working on is as search-friendly as possible. And, and in terms of PageSpeed, that's huge. Google has made it very clear. If your site is slower uh, than most of your comp- competitors, you're, you're going to see a, not exactly sure exactly how much, but fairly small, but a, 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 a negative in your potential um, ranking ability. So um, based on their algorithm, they are considering this when they rank your website. So page speed is important. It's not only important from the rankings perspective, but when a person goes to your website, you want to make sure that they're going to have a a very clean and fast experience. And if your site is too slow to load, that's a major issue. Uh, It also tells you my, my absolute favorite is that it shows you how well your site ranks mobile or not ranks, um, 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 renders in the mobile and and mobiles is so large and so many people don't even think about it they're so focused (laughs) on their desktop site it's nice to be able to tell them okay well also did you know that your site has a uh, uh, 42 out of of 100 on page speed for your mobile that's no good let's look at that and and tied to that we we talked about google webmaster tools just a minute ago but they've also added some new new reports in google webmaster tools tied to errors that they might be seeing specifically around mobile. So that's another great way to do some analysis for mobile is with those webmaster tools. There you go. Automated audits. Yeah, see, now I put this on here because <laughs> I wanted to talk about it because there are so many of them out there. And, and a lot of people that are new to the industry, a lot of people that um, are even clients that see these things, they think, oh, look at this. I can just put, put my ear on here, hit a button, and it'll tell me all the things I need to fix. And while some of these audits actually do provide some valuable information, there's two things you need to know about, about these things before you use them or use them for your clients. First and foremost is 90% of all these automated um, audit tools are lead gen tools for an SEO or search marketing or advertising agency. They're going to pull that information in and then contact that person to try to sell them something. So if you're using it or you're telling your clients to use it, be aware that you're giving information to your competitors. Um, that are going to actively use it as a lead gen. Um, Second, automated tools have one major flaw. They don't work, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Or they're ineffective. Well, well, here's here's the reason, too. So (laughs) so while there are a number of items in SEO that are black and white, most things are not black and white. And for an automated tool to work, um, they have to be able to deal with subjective answers, and they just can't. So, you know, you can go in and say, um, you do have unique title tags on every one of your pages, or you do have title tags, but you can't go in and say, but this title tag is 643 characters long, that's not good. Well, that's easy, but what happens if your title tag is about the right size, it's unique, but it's not talking about the page whatsoever? Those tools cannot tell you that, right? So... There's so much that's subjective about SEO that these tools can give you a base idea of where some things are. They might be able to send up some red flags, but please, please don't use them as your primary source of information. Yeah, I actually um, <clears throat> had a really nice guy call me today that uh, was mis. Uh, hmm, essentially, he misinformed. Thank you um, by a uh, uh, an audit, and he was telling me, you know, I do you guys do HTTP headers? Uh, Okay, well, a, a header technically is is something that is there. The There's nothing we do, <laughs> you know. So, what is wrong? Is there something wrong with it? No, and, and he 
I, he says, I don't know. So he, he sent me to this audit that he did, and uh, it was interesting. The audit said um, that you should look at your HTTP headers. It didn't say specifically there's something wrong with it. And then I went through it, and he said, well, you know, Matt Cutts did this, created this tool. I went, what? <laughs> okay, let me see this. So, um, nice. again, someone who doesn't know would not know that Matt Cutts would never align himself with an SEO company. Um, and you know, he simply couldn't. Uh, so I went there, and and they weren't trying to pass themselves off as that. In this case, it was tricky in a sense because they had one of his videos built into the final report, uh, and yeah, you know, it does look like that. You know, it, it it's anyways. It's very easy to be taken by these. Um, sometimes they have some decent thoughts and, and and tips, but you'll get way better information where uh, on the show here. Um, <laughs> and I also told him, so I told him to listen to us. So hello, if you're listening, um, I hope we can help you out. And also to check out search engine land, you know, that's where you can find reputable people. Um, I didn't go into a huge list. There's others, but that's, uh, where I started with. And hopefully you can get a lot of good info from that. Good deal. Backlink analysis. Mm-hmm. I haven't used majestic SEO in a long time, but I know that's a big one right now. Yeah, I've been using that one a lot the past couple of years. Um, just and mainly because it's comfortable now, and it's you know, I can find what I need quicker, um, mm-hmm. for no other reason. I mean, Hrefs. I think a lot of people like Hrefs um, and Open Site Explorer, which are two other ones. And basically, what these tools do is they crawl the web just like the search engines do, and record which sites are linking to each other. Um, they record. Um, they each have kind of their own little metrics that they've created to say, you know, how important is a domain? Um, you know, they give them their own ranking systems. I know the OpenSight Explorer has one. What's the, what's the, 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 the Moz rank? What's that one? Um, Moz rank? Is it Moz rank? Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> Majestic has one. But what they do is they basically give you an idea. They give you a snapshot of who's linking to a site, um, are these are these links valuable? Are they no followed? Are they image links? What's the text in them? Um, the, the, they give you information about how many links from the same IP address or the same domain name. There's lots of data driven information about a backlink profile in, in these three main tools, which are Majestic SEO, um, Hrefs, and Open Site Explorer. Um, do, does, does, the, does the last one there do that too? I haven't used link research tools in a while. Yeah, was, I'm always wondering. You never seem to bring it up, but it's yeah. probably my favorite tool. Um, OpenSight Explorer is, well, I would say I use OpenSight more often for many things, but link research tools is sort of my advanced option. Um, it's not cheap, but what you get out of it is, is, a, is pretty incredible. It, it has its own algorithms that and analyze the links to give you detox scores to see, you know, does your, is your backlink profile toxic? Is there anything about it that Google could find uh, reprehensible and perhaps get you in trouble? That's how we started using it. But then I started to realize uh, all the other uh, benefits of the system and they give some pretty phenomenal reports. Um, I've been very impressed with it. So I, I highly recommend them as well. And like Ross said, these kind of tools are very, very valuable to understand the backlink and the backlink profile situation of a particular website to see how it could or could positively or negatively be impacting the website. And you need to know that information. Yeah, and I use those on competitor sites as well. We do, uh, we've done a huge number of competitor analysis and, and we find out a lot of great information thanks to these tools because uh, there are certain ones that are, you can, a, a, a competitive site can block by adding a particular piece of code to their robots.txt, but there's other ones that it can't. And when you're doing analysis, there's, uh, well, 
no holds barred. You got to find out what's going on. You use what you need. So there's some good tools here. Um, But anyway, the next part we're going to go on to is measurement tools. But let's take a quick break and we'll get right, right back to it. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Measurement tools, the M and Dam. <laughs> That's too much fun. And I just want to say before we get talking too much about measurement tools, is it, these tools, there's a lot of different tools, a lot of metrics that you can measure to talk about success for SEO. And you really need to understand how you're positioning your products and services to really understand which of these types of tools to use because different goal metrics really are going to define which tool you need. If, you're, if your goal is we're going to drive more traffic to your site, then you're probably going to want an analytics type of tool to use to help measure that. If you're, you're telling people we're going to increase your rankings on these terms, then a ranking tracker kind of tool. So you really have to, or even finally, conversions. If you're saying we're going to make you more money because we're going to help you convert better, conversion tools. So uh, just understand that you have, to under, you have to know which tools work for the types of services and promises, basically, that you're making when it comes to success. Right. And, uh, you know, well, let's just jump into it. We're kind of rough on time here now. But setting goal metrics to define the proper tools, uh, you sort of covered there. Um, but the metrics, you know, you can get really in-depth. I mean, oh, yeah. especially using Google Analytics, and, and that's what you're talking about next here. You know, there's pixel-based. So what is it that 
um, is triggering a particular pixel to load. That means a particular page is being hit, like a goal. Um, I, through Google Analytics, you can uh, – I actually, the Google actually, Analytics doesn't use pixel, does it? No. Uh, so, so number two is analytics no. in general. There's two different types of analytics programs. There's pixel-based analytics programs and there's server log-based analytics programs. Google Analytics is a is a pixel-based, so you have to add that pixel in there for them to track you. Um, Omniture is the same way. It's a it's a larger, very expensive uh, platform if you have to work for a larger company. Very uh, expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> Six figures a month is not uncommon. Uh, <laughs> and then um, the, the log-based ones, basically every server has a log. So anytime anything happens on your website, it's being logged on your server. And that log, um, depending on how your host handles it, can be deleted every night. They could save it for months. Um, however, but you can actually install um, log analysis programs on your server that will basically do analytics very similar to what Google Analytics does, right? Um, actually, Google Analytics um, was originally started out as a program that Google or a software company that Google bought that did log-based analysis initially. So um, both kind work. They both have their positives and their negatives. If a page doesn't completely load in a pixel-based analytics package, it may not record correctly. Um, Log-based ones um, have a tendency to have um, errors based on bandwidth issues and stuff like that. So they both have their own um, idiosyncrasies. Pixel-based analytics seem to be the norm now. They seem to be what people are leaning towards, um, which Google Analytics is one of those as well. And like Ross was saying, there's so many different types of metrics inside of analytics that you really have to really get in there and understand what you're trying to measure um, to really make a difference. And And whatever you do, don't don't even bother trying to understand why there's a difference in numbers between the two if you're running both. Oh, yeah. You'll lose your mind. (laughs) You'll be in a fatty farm. (laughs) <laughs> they're so different. They analyze everything completely differently. They don't mean to. It's just the nature of each type of file or each type of tracking system. And um, I, I, it's my worst nightmare when a client asks me that question. I, I just don't know how to explain it. You know, you just tell them they're different. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no way to tell. Uh, <laughs> so what? Now, why, why does a motorcycle go faster than a bicycle? They both have two wheels. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, now, actually, one thing I had the other day was uh, AW Stats, uh, a, a client, and I, I wrote this, you know, ranted about this on our um, our community page at SEO One Hundred and One. But uh, this hosting company decided, they, or this designer said, no, we don't install Google Analytics um, unless the person asks. We only use AW Stats, and I thought, oh God, you can't transfer that anywhere. So if, if you guys are using AW Stats, don't or at least run Google Analytics as well. Because then, if you ever switch hosting companies, you can take that, that data doesn't, is, is still accessible. And you can move anywhere you want in the world with your website and still have that same data set running and all of the history. Whereas AW Stats, I don't believe there's any way to transfer it. And if you yeah. do, it can only transfer it to another AW Stats system, which frankly is inferior, way inferior than Google Analytics. Yeah, and that's one of the, that's one of the major differences between pixel based and server log based. If you move servers, you either have to transfer the data server to server, like you said, even with stats, you have to actually transfer the database from one server to another server to retain that information. Where pixel based are usually cloud based hosted software platforms, so it doesn't matter where you're hosted or where you're moving to, as long as the code's still on your site, you're going to have that data. Yeah, and you've never dealt with, uh, well, these days it's not so bad. I remember when I did a lot of um, log-based 
downloading those logs, oh my god, hours of download time. Oh yeah, absolutely. huge. Now we got to quicken this up here. We both have a hard stop in a minute or two here. But rank trackers, uh, Raven Tools doesn't do that anymore, does it? Um, it started again. They actually have the. Uh, they're using um, the, the the Google Webmaster Tools, and they're, they're giving you an average based on the API coming out of Google Webmaster Tools. They have access to Google Webmaster Tools API. Um, the cool thing about it is. Um, I like it because they do position it as an average because your rankings fluctuate so much on a weekly, daily basis. And you know, if you if you go into the Webmaster Tools and you look at your rankings for a particular uh, word, it can be different pages where you're ranking for the same phrase at different positions. And what they do is they pull the average and they store that information. So in Webmaster Tools, you only get that information for a 30-day period and it disappears. Maybe they even extend it to 60 days, but it's a limited time. Raven Tools will keep that information indefinitely. They, so they pull it off through the API, and you have a, a long-term history of your average rankings. Pull right. directly from Google. Now, Moz and SEMrush allow you to track uh, your websites and the particular keywords. They also allow you to choose which country you're searching from and even locale in many cases. Uh, decent systems. I found them both very helpful, and we use them for our clients as well. Um, again, don't put a lot of weight on what the ranking is, but clients a lot. Most clients need it. They they feel they have to have it, and that's fine. And this is these are options for you. Um, if all these things are, if you look at analytics, ranking, and conversions, if you had to pick one as the least important, it's rankings. Yes. Yeah, you want to make money. You want to make traffic. You want to get uh, conversions. You want your site to work. That's pretty key. <laughs> yes. um, now, the last bit is conversion tracking. Uh, Google Analytics has the ability to do that. Uh, uh, very easy, lots of detail online about it, and it's it's fairly powerful. And, and finally has a few more troubleshooting tips that they didn't have before, which made it a little hard to deal with. Now it's a little more user-friendly. Um, there's call tracking and back-end uh, end integration. The one I wanted to sort of end this with is Add This. It's one of my favorites. It's It's... Uh, almost, well, it is free, but then you can add a small amount to get a little more detail from it. But it's a, a, a way for people to share your information on your website. And it also um, will track anytime come, someone copies and pastes your URL. And you wouldn't believe how many people do that. And that's not tracked. There's no way to track that within Google Analytics uh, unless you've got this this particular tagging system set up. And it works beautifully. And I see just how many more people are on different pieces of content that I never saw before just using Google Analytics. Really, really powerful, really useful. And the premium package is so cheap, it's worthwhile. And I do want to talk about back-end integration when it comes to conversion tracking. Because when you think about conversion tracking, there's the whole online part process and then there's the back-end process. The online process is pretty easy to track through, like we said, analytics, add this, call tracking, that kind of stuff. But it's the back-end process you want to make sure you talk to your clients about. Because if, they, if you say, we sent you this many leads um, off of this keyword, and if they can't follow through and say, well, out of those leads, we've, we closed three sales, and these three sales actually came from this information then you have to make sure they understand that you're just sending leads and you're going to be responsible for leads and you can't follow it all the way to the conversion. So the conversion is when someone gives you money. And in many, many cases, many, many businesses, that doesn't happen online. So they have to be able to connect online to offline conversions. That, correction, though. That's not necessarily a conversion. That's the ultimate conversion. But a conversion can be anything from a person signing up for a newsletter to 
reaching a specific page within the site. True. That's that's a good point. So, in in the cases where the conversions happen offline, okay, and there are many cases where conversions happen offline, and most of the times, even with a phone call, if you're not using call tracking, you know, how do you know if someone made that phone call? And because it happens in the back end, and what happens on that phone call? Did it relo- Did it? Did, did you get the result from that phone call that you wanted to? So there's, you've got to make sure that when you're talking about this conversion process and conversion tracking that you and the client understand where that disconnect happens, if it happens. What, at what point do you lose the, the data information chain and now um, you've, you've can no follow, you can no longer track all the way to the defined conversion? So in many cases, like Ross said, if it's just a newsletter sign up, you can do that 100% online. Perfect. But if it's a, if it's a, if you're painting a house and you have to call the guy to get to set up an appointment because they don't have an online form, where does that, where do you know, you know, how do you determine that was an actual conversion? You have to work with your client to make sure that those, you can connect those dots. Excellent. Whew. Well, we better run. We both have got a busy day ahead. So um, we'd like to close this up with uh, our regular offer. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on Google Plus community, our Google Plus community page easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google+. I'll forestall the other bits here because we normally get into it, but uh, really when it comes down to it, we hope you have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes which are at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. Thanks for listening, everybody. radio and podcast network we welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24 7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.